Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another emergency podcast. It's been rumored, it's been tweeted about, and it is finally here. The 2026 Madrid. F1 circuit has been announced and this has broken the internet and many hearts around the world of secret Catalonia lovers <laughs> that are now coming out of the woodwork to say how much they love that circuit now that the last chicane has gone, Tommy. I know, outrageous, but I don't know about you. It feels like we've had more news in January than we did the entire entirety of last season, which is pretty wild. What is going on? But, I'm happy but with that. It's setting F1. the trend. I like it. I like it as well. Uh, I don't like this as much, but we'll get into that uh, because Formula One has announced that the Spanish Grand Prix will be hosted at a new circuit in Madrid from 2026, which means we still have a couple more years to soak in that beautiful Catalonia track that everyone now apparently loves before we say goodbye to it and we head to Madrid. A hybrid track. Now, I guess we can, it is kind of a street circuit, but there is parts of it that will also be permanent and kind of away from being a street circuit. But I still feel like it's going to feel like one, even though it is, I feel like F1 are trying to push the fact that, no, 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 it's not, it's, it's not, not a full, street circuit, it's not a full street track, I promise. Yeah, it does feel like that, doesn't it? Yeah, you've got like a kind of, the, the street circuit you bit, Looks very street circuit. We'll get into the the track and our thoughts on it later. But yeah, that you kind of like ninety degree turns around the street bit, but then the other half of it is going to be like you know in this area that's like tarmacked and look more like a proper circuit. And that bit does kind of look more like a a, a circuit, kind of a bit like spoon at Suzuka, maybe just the first thing that comes into my head, um, or like a Zandvoort corner. Um, and yeah, so it is very much that like half and half thing. Um, and yeah, I, I agree. It does feel like it's a way of Formula 1 to be like, no, no, we, we do have n new tracks. Like it's not all street tracks, just half maybe. I, I guess it might feel a little bit like Australia, for example, where yeah. it is a street circuit, but it doesn't feel like a street circuit necessarily do you know what i mean like well there's a few of them now isn't there there's like i was thinking about this that canada's one australia's one even like miami doesn't it, it doesn't feel a street circuit in the same way like monaco and singapore and vegas are a street circuit if you like yeah um so let's get into our first thoughts then shall we um the circuit has 20 turns and as we said is a mix of street and permanent it's a 10-year contract because apparently we don't even try tracks that haven't even been raced on before we go. No, I think I think this track, as I can see it on the piece of paper right now, looks like a 10-year deal. 
perhaps to even be extended to 2074 if we have a good first race. Like I, F1 just like to do things in 10-year deals at the time. There's no there's no trial period. Five years feels like a lot, a long time to commit to a new track. But no, 10 is the way that Formula One seemed to be going of recent. And it's so, you think 10 years like, is such a long time and Formula One can be so different. You wonder if a lot of it is them trying to like lock in the buzz of Formula One while it's like, you know, this growing and massively popular sport. Um, and they're like, no, let's lock in for, for 10 years. So they have to like host this race in the middle of the circuit in Vegas and all these other um, new circuits um, that that are having like this big fanfare and stuff. Um but yeah, from from our side, it's weird because you know you're used to kind of circuits being like, oh, it's a new circuit, let's see how it goes, and then sometimes they drop off the calendar. But it's very much like, yes, ten years. Uh, and come to think of it, like it is funny, isn't it, that when we had the COVID calendar and there was all that talk of like, oh, maybe we need to like swap circuits in and out and stuff. And now it's gone like completely the opposite way where it's like, no, everything's locked in for years and years and years and years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there is that side of things, isn't there, where we will have um, recurring tracks as we have always had in Formula One. Um, But I suppose it is exciting in the sense of it is a new track. And of course, that will provide uh, uncertainty. Uh, Who knows what we're going to see at the 5,474 metre length track, uh, a lap time of I love how they say a one minute 32.4. Put Max Verstappen yeah, on there, it's one minute 29.7. <laughs> exactly. I love the way they've even gone to the, yeah, the tenth of a second rather than it's like, or, or just say like it's roughly a 90 second lap time. And this is the new regulations as well. Like this isn't even the, yes, the current regulations. Know. So how the hell do they know it's a one minute 32.4? Uh, but but still, it's it's kind of, I don't know. When I first look at the track, I see bits of Baku in there with 90 degree corners at the start. Uh, is that no? Is that the start or the end? No, it's the end. That's the final few corners, isn't Have it? They said where the start finish straight is. Well, I can see be. the arrows, which mean that it's it's going I, that way. I feel I like the finish that. is on the left hand side. I, I, yeah, I might, I might be tripping. I might be wrong, but that looks like it would be like the pit complex. It that, makes that sense as well, thing. doesn't it, yeah, to have yeah. it in the street part of it rather yeah, than yeah. in the permanent part of it away from the uh, the sort of street hustle and bustle. Uh, but yeah, then you, then you have that long loop. And my first thing was thinking of like the Saudi sort of curve. Uh, you've thought of Spoon because you're an old school legend. Um, <laughs> always think of those those tracks. But I don't know. I, I Of course, first impressions mean nothing. A lot of people, you know, despised Las Vegas and we had an amazing race around there due to many different reasons. It wasn't just because of the track layout. It was because of the strange conditions that we had uh, that we had a battle for the lead, all that sort of stuff. Um, but but when I look at that track map, I go, yeah, yeah, that looks that looks like a lot of heavy braking zones. Oh wait, no, it doesn't. So how are people going to overtake? It's kind it's kind of my first thing because I like a heavy braking zone, Tommy. I like a long straight into a heavy braking zone so that people can actually try to go for a move. You don't really see too much of that, do you? No, and it, maybe it's a trend now, like. Like I think we said this about uh, Vegas, perhaps as well, and um, the the kind of mid twenty tens era was where like Herman Tilke was building these tracks, and it was very much like the way cars overtake is long straight, heavy braking zone hairpin, and you know um, 
we always mention it when we talk about circuits, but Sepang is a great example of that. Uh, Malaysia, where you had that, like the final sector was essentially like long straight, hairpin, long straight, hairpin, long straight, hairpin. And that's why we saw like good overtaking there. Um, It does make you wonder how much Formula One is like pushing overtakes now just being these DRS passes where it's not done in the braking zone, it's done on long straights. And it and it's conflicting because I personally think uh, it's similar to Saudi. Like Saudi's like high speed and you go, oh, there's not many like places to like outbreak someone and overtake. But I do think that circuit is really exciting and thrilling and it has produced some good races. Um, so yeah, it, first thoughts are... It's really hard to judge, um, as we know. One thing that is amusing is it still looks like they've kind of drawn in roundabouts and things, which I do wonder how much that is actually going <laughs> to be that They've drawn in roundabouts? Well, kind of. Uh, if you look at uh, the bit where the road is, it looks like this. That looks a bit weird to me, that the, the way they've drawn that straight, but it's not really a straight. It's kind of... Yeah, it's not quite as extreme as the initial thing. So if anyone saw the initial pictures on Twitter where there was the rumours, they actually drew the roundabouts in and were like, well, that's not going to be right. And That was clearly some random person though, wasn't it? As opposed to like Formula One saying, yes, we are deliberating whether there will be a roundabout in the Grand Prix. Yeah, because I think you knew that the area it was going to be. Yeah. Um, I don't know Madrid very well personally, but it's um, some... Is it like some exhibition hall or something that it yes. goes around? Um, so yeah, it's uh, wait Formula One going around a place that they want to a, promote, a place of interest. No yeah. way. Yeah, sure. I, I, it's funny when I look at that track map that Formula One have posted. It looks like someone has done it freehand, and it, it doesn't even look clean. I think that's probably what you mean. Like, yeah, that's what I mean about it. it doesn't the, especially the, at the top of the track? Straight. The top like, of the track, it, it, it's it a looks bit like, like uh, you've got a bit shaky. You're like, yeah. Oh, I'm not sure. Like, you just kind of the coffee's kicked in when they've been drawing yeah, because, that line. Like you see, kind of, I, I'm assuming you know you have the straight and then into turn one, which is like a little chicane by the looks of things. And then you have this, it goes round to the right, and then it's a straight that curves round, and then you've got this very strange little that's like. That's the bit that I find really weird. That yeah, is, yeah. is that a really weird corner, or is that just someone not being able to draw properly? Because then it goes kind of <laughs> under the under the sort of freeway thing that we like the bridge that you've got above the track. It looks like, and then. Oh, I don't yeah, know. you do wonder as well. Because or does like, that go across? Is that a bridge or is that a road? I can't tell. I don't know Madrid, so. Who knows? But uh, yeah, that that bit of the drawing to me, uh, the track map, if you see it from the the gra- we're looking at the graphic that Formula One tweeted um, for audio listeners uh, that are probably like, "What are you talking about?" Uh, yeah, that that is uh, very bizarre. That bit. So I um I also think if someone had drew that freehand bit at the top better, Formula One might have predicted that would be a one minute thirty one point nine. But uh, you know, with, with that with that squeakiness. <laughs> You know, it's going to be a little bit more difficult to get through. Uh, question from P1 Patreon member James BWFC22. Only just seen the actual track layout. What's the point in a street circuit in a capital city if it doesn't actually go around any of the streets? Because there is a Madrid exhibition centre which everybody can go and visit when they are at the Formula One Grand Prix. I don't know why they've gone for this particular area. Um there are obviously many conversations that go on around how they would actually make it happen. 
tracks. It's not like they can just plonk a Formula One circuit in the middle of any street. I mean, Vegas kind of proved that maybe they can, but I don't think every single city in the world can accommodate for Formula One to just disrupt everything. So I imagine that's probably the thinking there is like, okay, if it's maybe just a little bit out, but we can still say it's in Madrid and in the heart of it, and we can do a little bit of a permanent thing. That's good, yeah. Then we can write that one down. So then we can say it's not fully street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably the thinking there is that, you know, not every track can accommodate three, four hundred thousand people to rock up and watch Formula One. Exactly. And I think as well, the the big complaint is that street circuits, people don't like them and that there's they're all seemingly becoming street circuits. Uh, but the fact that this one does have a bit of a permanent um, feature as well, uh, I think is a is a good thing. And while it's maybe not the most interesting thing for Formula One fans, uh, of course, like Formula One are pushing the whole like sustainable message as well. And uh, however much we don't like it because we love our Silverstones and Spas and Monzas and things like that, like in the modern world, it's it's not it doesn't make as much sense for promoters and things to have everyone arrive by car in the middle of nowhere parking's a nightmare no one can get out like all the all those logistics when i think they've already already tweeted a graphic that's like 90% of fans will uh you know arrive by public transport and bicycles and things like that which obviously like from a formula 1 fan you just go I want a good circuit. I don't care about this, but it is obviously something that Formula One will will think about, and that is probably why a lot of these street circuits uh, happen. And it, it's quite funny actually because Formula E, that was their like <laughs> whole thing, and Formula One have gone. That's a great idea. Let's do that. <laughs> um, even to the point where yeah, like they're now building these tracks in capital cities, like slightly like outside. But I'm not against the fact that it's uh, a mixture of both. I kind of like that. Um, it will feel like that rather than it just being uh, a Monaco. Yeah, I um, Zandvoort do it very well, don't they, with the whole uh, everyone yeah, going in via public transport, especially via bike, and you know it's one of the most sustainable in that sense. Um, for Madrid, again, like it's awesome to see that much public transport being used. As a fan, that also provides me with slight horror that ninety percent of Formula One fans are going to be taking you know a bus or whatever it might be. Uh, and how that might affect my journey in and out of um, the circuit. But I suppose a lot of people might stay in Madrid or just outside. So uh, we'll see how that one goes, because a first Grand Prix and then figuring out all the the logistics could well be quite chaotic. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. And it, it doesn't actually really show where the grandstands are going to be either, does it, at the moment? No, which... I guess it's still a way off, but... Um... Yes. Where uh, would you want to watch, Tommy? You know, you look at the track map. Where would you want to watch the action? Um, and don't say from home. <laughs> uh, well, I feel like that the thing that you said was a bit like a, a Saudi corner, or, or I said spoon. That that kind of quick corner would be quite fun, but I guess you won't see much overtaking. So you're probably looking into the street section where most people are going to try a move. Um, it feels like. If indeed that bottom left corner is the kind of final corner, those kind of corners there where people might might try and move, because you've got to imagine that um, cars would run closely through that that sector and maybe try a bit of a 
a move into it and you've got to imagine that the, the you can kind of already predict where the DRS is going to be on that kind of if that is indeed the start finish straight and then the one after it um, to, to get a bit of uh, you know slipstreaming and overtaking. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. Next question from P1 Patreon member Nicola. How long until every race is a street race? It's funny that you brought up Formula E uh, recently about the whole public transport and things like that, because also I would say that there's been a shift where Formula E used to be the the street circuit go-to, and now they're going to the the Chinas. They're going to Mexico. They're going to actual proper racetracks, and Formula One are the ones that are now adding more and more street circuits to their calendar. Um, I don't think every race will be a street race, uh, but Formula One clearly have this mission that the best way to garner more fans and to keep momentum is by going into highly populated areas, i.e. city centres, and making lots of noise with their cars, and people go, what's that? And then they all start watching. That's kind of my feeling of why they're going to to so many street circuits and they're adding places like Madrid uh, onto the calendar. I can't imagine there's more money to be made because no. you know th- as far as i'm aware I, this could be i could be wrong this isn't formula one hosting this one this is a, a traditional madrid paying to have it there and then they're the ones that then recoup the the the, the losses of paying formula one through ticket sales and merch etc cetera, etc cetera. so i think it's more just formula one strategy of well you know if more people see the cars going around even if it's from their house that we might board up with advertising, let us, you know, we'll let you know on that one uh, near the time, then uh, they might get into Formula One. Yeah, the, the the biggest thing I've seen on Twitter is obviously the the big complaints of like, oh my God, it's another street circuit. Formula One's just becoming a street circuit calendar. And when you actually look at the calendar, if you don't count like, which I don't personally, like Montreal and... Well, Tommy, technically... It's a technically they are. So, Montreal yeah. and Melbourne, because... And and also like people love the, those tracks, so it's not even like sorry for Australians. I will counteract removed. and say Melbourne, um, Melbourne, just, yeah, Melbourne. Sorry, sorry <laughs> Melbourne alarm, <laughs> ding ding ding. Uh, uh, literally last last podcast I said that I said I'd change it and I still didn't. Um, I got you, Aussie fans. I got you. Yeah. So you look at the calendar as twenty four races, and it's only. It's not a huge amount of them are street tracks. It's not like How many? It's half How many of have we them. Got? Uh, so we've got Saudi, we have Miami, Monaco, Baku, Singapore, and Vegas. So six. Six, six of 24. 24. So a quarter. And I don't think a quarter, 
of the circuits being street tracks is a problem. Where I think F1 fans' problem is that every modern track is a street circuit. But I think, uh, so naturally, when I started watching Formula One in 1902, it was just Monaco. <laughs> and when, and even like 10 years ago, there was Singapore was like, oh, there's a new street track. And it was that and Monaco um, or whatever. And, and there wasn't many, whereas a quarter is a lot compared to that time. And I guess people, the concern is that in 10, 20 years time, it is 75% street circuit, then it's half and it is more. Um, So that is the concern. Um, Because at the moment, I I don't, I personally think, because I've seen a lot of backlash, but I don't mind it at the moment. I just, I understand fans' concerns that essentially it's going to go that way. Next question from Wee. Seaweed Kiwi. What is F1's obsession with street tracks? I don't mind a couple during the season, but they're taking over. And from a sports perspective with the bigger cars, it just makes no sense. Um, That is also true. uh, And I I can see why people are concerned about that because street tracks, you know, (laughs) they have a a maximum width because they can't start knocking down buildings. And uh, I can understand, again, uh, the potential concern about this. We don't know how wide this particular circuit is going to be, especially when they've got the permanent side as well. Uh, but I think I've sort of covered F1's obsession, from my opinion, as to why they're going to more and more street tracks. Um, is there any other things that you would say, Tommy, on, on that on that front? Uh, not on that side, but I would say that um, I will controversially disagree oh. that the sport, having bigger cars, it doesn't make sense because if you look at the circuit as replacement, we'll get onto this later, Formula One, as much as I'd love them to, because it's probably the one thing I'd most want to change about Formula One cars is how hideously large they are. Uh, And I don't think it makes the racing uh, as good as it could be. Um, But the cars are getting bigger and bigger and wider and wider. And in theory, you'd think, oh, yeah, street tracks, that's not good. But the problem is they're outgrowing the traditional tracks. Like Barcelona, it was never the greatest race in the world anyway, with or without the chicane you know, even in in the 90s or whatever. But in those cars that were a lot slower, they had a lot less downforce, corners were corners. So these high-speed corners, you couldn't take every single one flat. So people would make mistakes. You could follow each other because cars were going around the corners at different speed, whereas now they just fly around those corners. Every corner is pretty much flat out, and there's nowhere to overtake because, like, the straights don't feel long enough. Uh, It's full of like high-speed corners and stuff. Um, whereas you'd argue that <laughs> the tracks that have produced good races, as much as we, we all complain about street circuits, is like like Saudi provided some, some bangers, Baku provided some, some good races. In my opinion, Las Vegas was the best race of the year last, uh, last season. And that is... And that is because these street circuits aren't Monaco. They are like these new street circuits where they are quite actually quite wide and they can accommodate the cars and they suit how modern Formula One cars race. So I actually think that while I don't want them to go down the full street circuit route, I actually think that this circuit is a better trade-off than having Barcelona. And I guess to 
continue your point, Tom, it's a really good one. Um, you, you think of tracks like Zanvort that are not street circuits and they're the most narrow things in the world because they are permanent and they're, they're, they're old school and, and they haven't really changed that much. There, there are a lot of tracks out there that aren't you know, in the middle of a, a city centre that, that still have that problem that they can't accommodate uh, the bigger Formula One cars. So I guess that problem does also carry over to the other ones as well. So yeah. um, interesting stuff. Next question comes in from Annex underscore Max Tech. If we continue like that, classic F1 circuits will all be gone by 2035 and street circuits will take their place. What do you guys think about that? Now, we've spoken about the division of street tracks to current sort of permanent, wonderful tracks, and the, the split is fine for me. I think it's going to increase more. That's that. I think that's the way Formula One are going, and we'll see how far it goes. For me, what would the split have to be before I get really concerned? I would say half and half would be uh, cause for too concern yeah, and, yeah. And, and a bit too much, uh, but that's because I am a diehard Formula One fan for many, 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 many years, and I am used to it not being street tracks. And, and I guess Monaco, I know, Tommy, I'm going to throw a little bit of slander here. Monaco has set a precedent for older Formula, older school, old hardcore, old hardcore Formula One fans that street tracks are rubbish because there's no overtaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but but I think that if it accommodates, like you said, Tommy, in that previous point of, you know, it's wider and they can actually overtake and race, then I don't have too much of a problem with that because I'm here for the racing. I don't really mind too much whether it is a street or a, or a, you know, a traditional track. But when you look at uh, a track layouts like the one we're looking at now at Madrid, of course you're going to come to a, opinions you're going to jump to conclusions uh, but until we see it we kind of have to give it the benefit of the doubt if we possibly can yeah exactly um, the the vegas example is perfect and people won't like to hear it because uh we all love a good a good moan don't we as as formula one fans when things change and we don't like change but as long even as, when it comes to barcelona even e- when it comes, to barcelona, when it comes apparently, to barcelona the one circuit we wanted to get rid of and that that's my my thinking here is like I don't want Formula One to do this for every single thing, but is the calendar better for this instead of Barcelona? In my opinion, it is yes. Um, what would concern me is if, you know, because people are, people are complaining, right, like this circuit is like, you know, cash grab. They've gone to somewhere where Formula One is like not popular and they've just taken the money and ran. It it might not be better, but they're <laughs> they're staying in the same country that loves Formula One, and thanks to Fernando Alonso and had to had to get him in there, um, has like made it a really popular sport there, and and you've got science now as well. It's a it's a country that loves Formula One, and it's staying in that country at it might not even be a good track. In my opinion, it can't be much worse than Barcelona. Hey, so they reprofiled. They reprofiled, my friend. I know, but it didn't. It's banging now. It was still rubbish. Um, it still doesn't suit modern Formula One, in my opinion, and, and it still will never be um, a great track. So, uh, yeah, I think I can see why fans are concerned, but uh, at the moment, uh, as long as it stays this, and you and and it's if if circuits like say the bubble bursts and Saudi drops off the calendar and it gets replaced by a street circuit somewhere else, then fine. I think the cause for concern is when... Did you say Saudi spars, drops off the calendar? 
Sorry, what did you say? Did you say when if Saudi drops off the calendar? Well, in that's like saying if Lance Stroll years. leaves Aston Martin, my friend. Come on, use a better well, true, example. But do you know what I mean? <laughs> but but basically, or say like Miami or whatever, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or these I'm these kidding, are the, these these circuits. Um, I think the the real tough one will be when Spa goes. Like, I would be much more outraged if Monza got replaced by like a Rome street track. That's when. I'll be on this podcast kicking and screaming and going street circuits are the worst. Let's throw Formula One in the bin. But at the moment... No, 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 no. You're the one that's been an advocate all this time for Monaco. Oh, I love Monaco. And F1, listen, they were like, well, Tom Bellingham (laughs) likes it. So we're going to add another 13 to the calendar. Uh, Next question. P1 Patreon member Indy XM. Will Barcelona disappear from the calendar? Uh, yes, I think that's my understanding. Um, the, not, unfortunately, for not officially, but they yeah, I mean, it's yeah, not going to be. We're not going to have two Spanish. They've not, they've not announced that it's gone, but it. They're it'll like, conveniently well, it come might. out next week, won't it? Uh, yeah, Barcelona's yeah. contract will be ending at the end of twenty twenty-five. Unfortunately for um, Catalonia, Barcelona, the Barcelona de Catalonia <laughs> Grand Prix circuit. <laughs> I'm so gutted. The fans, the fans that have, as I say, come out the woodwork to defend this circuit due to the reprofiling mm. of Turn Ten and the last chicane, um, they're, they're they're not going to be too happy. Unfortunately, there's there's no place for it anymore. You know that they, we've they've they've signed Madrid. They used to, of course, have pre-season not testing even a test there, venue, yeah. and Bahrain have taken that now. So there, there's nothing really left for it to do. Um, so I'm not going to be too upset with it leaving the calendar. Um, they tried. I think they tried too late to change the cal- uh, change the track to. Oh yeah, it was essentially, ten years too. <laughs> yeah, too late, wasn't just it? Just a little bit. Um, so, yeah, it, it does seem like it's going to be going, and no one, you know, a bit of outrage. But as we say, people love to be outraged on social media. Uh, they won't be outraged the minute we we set onto Madrid, hundred percent. Exactly, it is a bit of an oh no anyway, and uh, and this this is the thing with these tracks. Like people are like, oh. Why is it this track? Why don't we go to like Hereth or something instead? Like, none of these circuits would suit modern Formula One, I'm afraid. Like, it's just the reality that the Formula One cars have got too big, they're too quick, and they don't suit these like short, narrow testing tracks anymore. Uh, and it is sad because uh, the 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 boomer Formula One fan in me like would love to see them racing there still, and that's why I'm. I'm desperate for them to stay at your spas, your your Monzas, even if we say it every time when we discuss the calendar, when was the last time Spa even produced a good race? Uh, it's been ages, but I still want it on the calendar. Um, uh, that's when true, they actually. Go, same, that's, same for Barcelona, right? Same for Barcelona. You know, you think of all the classic moments like... Right, next question. <laughs> P1 Patreon member, Michaela. <laughs> Another 10-year deal for a track that's not even built yet. Apparently, it's not entirely a street circuit. It worked for Vegas, luckily, but is it going to work again? Well, they're going we to need to... They're going to need to order... They're going to need to order from the weather, maybe like six-degree track temperatures. Um, that would that would throw in uh, an interesting mix. Do we actually know when it's going to be, like, in the year? I imagine it's going to be sort of during summertime or God, sort of be spring boiling or... so like it'd be the opposite Maybe. of vegas where the tires are like six thousand degrees and it cooks the tires because oh, when's barcelona usually like may time may yeah, yeah so perhaps it'll be similar to oh, that it's june where... actually uh this june. this year yeah because madrid um, will be really hot won't it in, in it if it's within the streets as well but um so it could be could be a hot one could be a hot boy, uh, but yes, um, we don't wait know. till they wait till they announce that it's a night race, and then everyone will be like, "Oh, another one." 
<laughs> we just have some races in the day. Yeah, uh, the, I do the, get that. I do get that. that like it, it, the the novelty has definitely worn off of like Singapore being a night race. Now it seems like every other circuit seems to do it now. Just but, let's have the whole yeah. calendar at night. You know, and then people Monaco like, at night would daytime be racing. Come on, they, had, they put that in the F one game, didn't they? It was quite cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with no put spotlights on the cars for like hungry at say, night or whatever. <laughs> That'd be, that'd be interesting. <laughs> uh, but but yeah. the question for, is it going to work again? Um, we don't Because know. it worked in Vegas. It, it, they might do a Baku where Baku somehow, you know, they frauded their way to two incredible Grand Prix and everyone's like, this is the greatest venue of all time. Then it's just had, Formula One there at the yeah, same yeah. time, isn't it? Like, it we, is a we, roll of a dice. It, it, it could be a terrible track, but still get a good race because someone, you know, got really fortunate with a safety car and we get a crazy race and someone, you know, random wins. I know 2023 didn't happen for that, but you know, that sort of thing. And then people's sentiment immediately goes, well, that was, that was great, wasn't it? You know, next year. Or like Monza, for example, when we had two of those crazy winners in, in Gasly and Ricardo. I'm like, oh, wow, it spices it up so Even much. Even though the races were yeah, the races yeah. were like, there's no slipstream and everybody can't overtake on one of the tracks. Uh, and then Zanvor uh, was like questioned for like, it's only there because of Max and there's no way anyone's going to be able to overtake ever. And then you had an apocalyptic rainstorm and it produced the most overtakes <laughs> in the history of Formula One in a race. Like... That still will blow my mind if that never gets beaten. That, that like, is the most overtaken. That would be like such a like random F one quiz question of like, what's the track with the most overtakes? You're like, oh well, it must be Monster like, or like oh, Spa. Spa, like, oh, wait, yeah, no, it's no, there's, no there's no good overtaking or racing in Spa apparently. So. But this this is the thing we can analyze this uh, these tracks all we want, but when. Yuki Sonoda wins, then it will be the greatest track of all time. Like we just don't know, do we? So like you want. It, it kind of it is all dependent on so many scenarios in Formula One, and there is something to be said about good and bad tracks. Uh, but until we've seen uh, racing there, like yeah, we we don't we don't know yet. So there you go. Then you've listened to a, a long podcast, and at the end, the conclusion is we don't know. We don't um, know. <laughs> but who does? Join us next week where we <laughs> discuss <laughs> what will happen next year. Okay, so Tommy, uh, give us your final thoughts then, <clears throat> uh, other than you don't know. <clears throat> My final thoughts as the one of the most pessimistic people in the world, and a very pessimistic person. Look That's what the P stands the, for in P1, actually. Yeah, pessimism so. <laughs> <laughs> one. Uh, is that just, I know we love a moan, but just think of the positives and the short-term positives that a bad track has been replaced by something that might be good. And, and my final thoughts are, it might also something. be bad. So we'll have to wait and see. 2026. <laughs> see you in 2026. Exactly. For our next podcast, we're on. <laughs> right thank you everybody see you very soon lots of love bye bye not really we'll be back soon yeah we're going to be back before 2026 otherwise Tommy's down the job centre so am I unless Max wins every race and I'm doing it on my own I'll be in the bed that you can see in Tommy's uh, shop (laughs) and if you're an audio there's a bed next to Tommy P1 is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network 
Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.